Hello all, welcome back. Another episode of the Footy Yanks. We're doing these every day in November. You know the deal by now. Seba, how are you? Fantastic, mate, uh, because we've got a very familiar face in the studio with us. A man we haven't seen in over a year. It's Devin Robinson. Devin, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me back on. I've missed you, boys. Yeah, I've yeah. missed you, too. I actually think it's been a year and five days. Has it really? Yeah. yeah. That okay. long? Yeah. It feels like an eternity ago, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I think it was the first of our draftees to come on. And I remember I was late for that episode. You were yeah, late, you, were, yeah. you were in your Aquinas College. Uh, no, you were the, work experience the, for Benny a school. Ruse. Same Benny Ruse. Yeah, same Benny's. Yeah, you, you were late. I've, I've nearly wrote you off for the... Oh, we've brought you in late this time. That's not our fault, though. That's Trey's <laughs> fault. That's not our fault. Trey can't shut up. Now, Dev, we want you to think back to what would have been around this time last year, the days leading into the draft, the draft itself, the days following... How did you find that experience of that week surrounding the draft, especially with much talk there was about you? And at the end, how did you feel about ending up at the Lions? Yeah, I think obviously my situation was a bit more unique than a lot of the others, mm. sort of being invited to the, to the <laughs> draft night and <laughs> the whole excitement around that yeah. and then the whole disappointment of yeah. not getting drafted and yeah. that was just a, an amazing roller coaster. Mm. This just shows the highs and lows of footy, but... Um, I was yeah super stoked to end up at Lions. I remember vividly after the end of the first night, I was you know obviously pretty devastated. Mm. But I looked at sort of who had the picks for the next day and Brisbane just, were coming after you, weren't they? They were trying to trade yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they traded up in the end. But I just said to my manager like, just do what you can, like just get me to Brisbane. Like, mm. yeah, I just I really wanted to go there, and it's ended up ended up in my favour. So nice. it's all good. Did you have any idea, you know, leading into that draft that Brisbane were that keen? Obviously, I'm, sh- I'm sure there would have been a lot of clubs keen on you, but it tends to be from the ones we've spoken to, especially the lower end of the draft, where uh, the clubs have usually said outright they're not interested or shown absolutely no interest. Was it like that with Brisbane? No, nah, I had I had always had pretty good interviews with Brisbane. Like, I I think at the combine I came out of my Brisbane interview thinking, like, that was the, the best I've interviewed, and... Um, and I knew they liked me. It was just a matter of, you know, they didn't think I'd get to their pick. Um, so maybe they didn't show as much interest as they did just because they didn't think, you know, it was a possibility to get me. But, you know, in the end, they obviously, as you just said, traded up to get me as well. Mm. So they were keen to get me. I was keen to go there. It's just, it was a good story in the end. Yeah. Now, looking back on your 2019 and even your junior footy career as a whole, how do you think those years sort of prepared you for the AFL? And when did you sort of begin to think making the AFL would become a reality? Was there an age where you thought, hang on, I might be an actual chance here to end up at the highest level? It's a good question. I've always had that sort of drive and desire to get there. Like, mm. it's always what I've, it's always been what I've wanted to do. Probably when it came, like, into a realisation was maybe... Oh, you probably never know until it actually happens but when I thought you know I'm sitting in a pretty good spot was probably after the you know under 18s championships in my top age year I had you know a good carnival and ended up in captain yes decent one (laughs) ended up in you know the all-australian team so that you know put me in pretty good um a pretty good spot so you know but you still never know like you don't you don't want to get ahead of yourself obviously so yeah you don't sort of think like that but after that I thought you know I was sitting pretty good Alright, and you know that transition obviously when you get drafted it's usually pretty quick going from you know getting your name called out to going into living in your new state how, how did you find transitioning to Brizzy you know not living with family and having to sort of fend for yourself a little bit more yeah not too bad so Brizzy were really good about that whole process they gave us 
couple extra days than a lot of the other boys. I think the draft was either on the Thursday or Friday, and we got to sort of the next Tuesday, and a lot of the boys had to literally fly off a sad day or Sunday, mm. but we got... Um, got a week under on the cordials. Pry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a uh, got an extra week to celebrate and and say goodbye to family. So that was um, that was really good. And then even when when we're over there, we spend maybe a week or two there, and then they fly our parents over for an induction weekend and have you know a couple nice nights out like uh, events and stuff like that. So um, it, it was pretty smooth the transition. Who were you living with? Just out of interest. Started with Lockie. Neil. Yes. So not, not I think I did company. read that. Yeah. Not bad company. Um, yeah, he he was he's been great for me, and you know, obviously, he speaks for himself. He's not a bad player, is he? Speaks for himself as a player, but um, you know, I learned quite a lot off him um, in in that first preseason. I didn't live with him for the whole year, but sort of up until the COVID shutdown, I was with him. So that was yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Now, sort of, what goals did you sort of set for yourself at the start of the year? What, what, in what you wanted to achieve in your first season? Oh, obviously, sort of probably debut. Like that's mm. sort of what everyone ticked that early. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, early, and then went missing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But what else? What other goals did you have? Oh, uh, I don't know. I just what I was really focusing on going into the club was just sort of making good relationships with all the coaches and and all the players. Obviously, I think that's really important. Um. As, as someone coming into a new footy club to build those relationships and, and obviously just, you know, work hard and gain the respect of, of the players. So, you know, aside from that, I didn't really have any sort of main goals going in. Mm. Um, I just sort of went in open, open-minded open to wanted to see where I sat amongst the group and, and went from there. Mm. All right, as we said, you ticked off the big goal pretty early getting that debut. Uh, it came, I think, someone went out. Was it Grant Birchall went out Birch, pretty late? Yeah. 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 How was that? You know, yeah. yeah. How was that sort of feeling when you found out? Obviously, it wouldn't have been as much fanfare and going out there and getting that debut. How'd you feel the whole experience MCG. would have, would have only happened in probably the yeah. one day? Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, it was sort of like the draft night, to be honest. A little bit like the team came out on the on the Thursday and like got told I was emergency, um, but also got told Grant Birch was not 100% to play. Yeah, okay. And you were first in line? Did so they tell fir- you that? Yeah, yep. they said if, if he doesn't play, you're in. Like, we can shuffle. I think Stars were starting on the wing and mm. we'll shuffle him back and, and you're in. And so we had training that night and... You're just praying and hoping. <laughs> and just tapping him on the ankle <laughs> well, when you could. <laughs> well, he wasn't even a part of the main training group because yeah. he had something wrong with his hamstring and he was off to the side doing some tests and... Yeah, literally, I didn't even get told. Like, I saw him. Like, he was pretty ginger. I was like, "Geez, he like he doesn't he look, doesn't look right." Really <laughs> he didn't look great, but but no one said anything. So, yeah, again, that whole night was just like waiting. Just yeah. felt like the draft, like, yeah. <laughs> just waiting to to hear the news. And then yeah. uh, the next day in team meeting, um, yeah, Fags just got up and said, um, "Birch is out, so Dev will make his debut." And yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. So how how early how um, quickly before the bounce was it? It was only it was only half an hour, wasn't it? Nah, so I knew like on that Friday. Oh, okay, all oh, right. Um, yeah. So I knew a few days before the game, um, but the uh, yeah the club wanted to just keep it down low a little bit. Just mm. yeah, I don't know, play a few more statistic. Games with the yeah, Hawks or something. yeah. Okay, nice. Under wraps. Yeah. Now yeah. coming off the back of that first se- uh, pre-season, you actually uh, found yourself. 
Sorry, I'm repeated a question now. Um, how much tougher did you find it taking on a direct opponent in the AFL compared to someone you'd face, say, in the Waffle? Who'd you play on? In the AFL. In their first AFL game. Um, I played played a lot of forward, and for some reason, Jack Gunston was playing back, back line yeah. in round one. It worked, didn't it? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. All the boys um, we've asked about... Big names line up against yeah. him. Like, it's not the fringe players you go. We're yeah. talking to Trey Ed, Jake Lloyd on him. Yeah. Mm. His first go. And what Trent was on by Gary Ablett. Yeah. yeah. As well, I think I heard somewhere. So, yeah, I was on. And sorry, Jeremy Sharp, Bradley Hill. Yeah. Yeah, big names. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I was on Gunston for a bit when I was forward. And then when I'd roll through the for the midfield, you got players like Warpole and, um, and. Tommy Mitchell. T, yeah, Tommy yeah. Mitchell. So. They were all, yeah, they were all pretty hard opponents. <laughs> Did you get to chat to any of them? Was it sort of just, we're talking to Trey, he said you sort of go out there and then you try and chat to him. Some of them will have a little chat and some of them just stare right at you and then right away back at the footy. What was it like, just those moments where you were away from the footy with them? Yeah, I probably didn't. Oh, the Hawks boys were giving me a little bit of shit, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. What'd they say? Oh, because, well, my uncle was there as yeah. a coach for a couple of years and... And all those boys sort of knew knew I was related to him, um, so they were just yeah giving me a bit of shit about about that, and it was all fun and games, so yeah. nothing nothing too brutal. Um, now after that game, footy was taken away from us. We were shoved into lockdown. How did you approach that time going into lockdown? And looking back now, do you have any changes that you would make during that time? No, probably not. I was yeah quite happy with that break. Obviously, sort of well, the way I looked at it was was a period to get better, not not a period to sort of slack off slack off and relax and you know be happy with that I've played one game I, I um you know came home and was really diligent with my training plan I was training with Riley Garcia as well mm. um another bloke you've had on the podcast he's a star yep. keeps up absolute, to date Dev does yeah good job Dev absolute star so um yeah I was yeah pretty much did all I could um, to be honest, in, in that in that period. Yep. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see you on our screens, as we mentioned. Uh, obviously, it would have been very tough to crack back into that Brisbane line. It's a pretty side. damn good a side. Very good side. A lot of good youth there have been toiling away for years to try and crack in. But how do you find the rest of the season, you know, playing in the twos, and how far do you think you were off cracking back into that first team? Was there uh, much communication with the coaches? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, you always have communication with the coaches. It's... And and the feedback's always like you're there, mate. Like you're on the you're on the right you're path. You're there, like, yeah. To be honest, there's not much more you can do. It's just a matter of players keeping you out of the team. Mm. And um, and obviously the twos w- was challenging all through the year. But again, you got to look at that as a as a chance to get better and a chance to a chance to improve. So you know they were sort of fun games. There was days there was games where we didn't even know who we were playing till sort of the day before. <laughs> didn't know the numbers till we rocked up like didn't know how long the quarters or, or the mm. periods we're playing they were going to be so yeah pretty tough but you know you try your best I guess yeah now we talked to Jackson Pryor a little bit about the culture and the club in such an exciting young team having the majority of its games at home and going on the run as you boys did how, how'd you find that culture Personally, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's amazing. Not obviously, Jackson would have spoke highly about it as well, and and I can't speak highly enough of it as well. And I think, I think a lot of it is because Queensland not being a, a footy state itself, um, 
we got a lot of interstate boys on our list. Like I think we only have four or five Queensland boys. Really? Yeah. So it's so everyone that's sort of playing for the Lions is is in the same boat. Come away, away from their family. Uh, don't have any sort of friends like outside the footy <laughs> yeah, club so yeah. we, we sort of all hang out together whereas potentially at, at a you know melbourne club you know you got probably half over half your families list families there have yeah got their families there have got all their mates they've grown mm. up with so as well as you know training with the boys are going back and hanging out with their own mates but in brisbane we all sort of just hang out together so mm. i think that's that's what's helped the culture a little bit all right yep. and looking back now on 2020 as a whole obviously years done it was a Horrible, a horrible year, but a great year at the same time. You know, it was the best of a bad situation. How do you look back on the year in terms of what you achieved and how proud are you of, you know, what you've done in getting through this year? Yeah, I, I don't know if proud's the right word. Like, you know, sort of there was lots of people in the same boat and there was lots of people that had it a lot tougher than we did. So, you know, it was obviously a challenging year, but a lot of people had it worse. So I really can't complain, you know was still getting to play footy mm. and train footy every single day so you know I'll look, I'll look back on it with pretty fond memories to be honest it was it was a good time it probably galvanized the group even more than than in normal years so yep now you stated a little bit earlier that you didn't really set any goals for your 2020 season sort of just taking it as it comes will that be your mindset in 2021 or have you sort of already started putting some some goals up on the board to achieve oh no sort of specific goals obviously you know, I'd like to play a few more games next year and, and crack into the side. Mm. But Maybe you know, a brown lower, <laughs> Coleman, something like that. <laughs> Setting the bar high. Yeah. Um, no, nah, yeah, no real specific goals, but obviously, you know, everyone just wants to wants to be playing AFL. Yep. And last time we spoke to you, obviously, it was a pretty stock standing conversation, but you said you didn't really have any ideas in what you would spend your first AFL paycheck on. What did end mm. up being the first thing? Obviously, it probably wasn't as big as you would have expected coming into the year, <laughs> but it's probably a step up from what you were receiving Still last year anyway. Still better than our part-time so, Yeah, so <laughs> what was the first thing you did end up buying? I honestly don't know. I reckon I might have jumped the gun a bit early and, and on the on the plane over the way, at the airport, on the way to the draft, I bought a nice set of Beats AirPods or mm. Headphones yeah, yeah, to, nice. to get me through, but I'll probably jump the gun a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> really, you're out splurging the cash, isn't yeah. it? Now, um, Dev, before we let you run away, we've got a bit of a quiz for you, mate. Now, I'm not sure if you know a whole lot about this. It's about a quiz based on your stats. Okay, uh, you, you read your stats a fair bit? No. No, okay. Well, no, Trey said I'll he did know, sort of know his stats, and he got 2 out of 10. So that's all you got to back up, that's 2 all. out of 10. Now, it's, it's about your AFL uh, debut and your Marsh Cup game. Okay. So you got two two games to. Oh, I should get them. Yeah. You now, should. just quickly before we get stuck into it, who do you think checks the stats the most out of you first year boys in your WA group? Jeez, I would have said Trey, but you just said he done no, well. You just said yeah. he did terrible. Did I reckon horrible. he's probably. He's thrown it, it on purpose. Yeah, yeah maybe. He's yeah. If he did, he's a very convincing actor. Yeah. Um, it seemed like he really wanted it, eh? Anyone else yeah. that springs to mind? To be honest, all the East Freya boys. <laughs> Trent Rivers, Jeremy Sharp, the Trent, likes. Jeremy. We'll Luke. get stuck straight into it. All right, easy first one. With what pick did the Lions select you in last year's draft? 22. Bang, on Jared, the money start. one mark. We now, started off easy. Against which of the two opponents you played in your Marsh Cup and your AFL game did you have more disposals and how many disposals did you get? Carlton. Good start. Oh, surely you 12. know these. Oh. 
Stat sheets robbed you one there. <laughs> <laughs> AFL.com.au, what are you doing? Across your 18 games in your... Across your 18 disposals, sorry, in your two games, what was the disposal efficiency as a percentage to one decimal place? Oh, Jesus All right, Christ. so you get one mark if you're within five, two marks if you're within three, or three marks if you're within one. You weren't bad. 75. Get a mark. You get two get marks. Two marks. Really? 77.8. Yes. Underdone you yourself. That's what you want to do. Just yeah, slightly enough. Yep. That's what that's what Trey's plan was. <laughs> plan. Um, now, your AFL debut, did you have more kicks or handballs from your seven disposals for oh, one mark? Handballs. Was it? Very good. Four and three. Very good. Four and three. So you're on what now? One, two. He's beaten Trey. We know Three, that four, much. five. So All right. you can get to eight. This five is big. out of six? Five, five out, out of seven. Si- seven. Seven. Five out of seven. All right, so last question. In your one game of AFL footy, how much time did you spend on the ground as a percentage? Now, three marks up for grabs, as Hayden said. You'll get one mark if you're within 5%, two marks if you're within 3%, one mark. Oh, sorry, three marks if you're within 1%. So this is big. 68%. Bang on. Damn, bang on. Is that it? That's it. Eight out of ten. That's a very good mark. It's a very good score. That's a very good score. Bang on. 68. There's no decimals in that? No decimals. No decimals. Well, it wouldn't be decimals. Did you know that? No, that was a genuine guess. Jeez. Wow. Do you, are you lying on us no, right now? I swear. Wow. I swear. I great guess. Well, Dev, mate, it's been great to catch up with you, mate. But, uh, before we leave real quick, um, I just want to, can you do that thing where you dislocate your wrist in the microphone? Oh, quick? what? Oh, I don't remember this. Oh, I remember doing it, and you had that exact same reaction. Oh, I hate it! I don't remember that. No, I probably I, fainted because well, I had to. I had to re-listen to the episode. I was yeah. that, and yeah, you could hear you it. You could hear it. The instant reaction was just that. Serve <laughs> again. So we'll just make that manual thing. <laughs> See so if you can still do it. All right, mate. It's been great to have you on once again. We always appreciate your time, and we'll catch up in the very near future. Okay, mate. No worries. All Thanks very right, so much, boys. That's all she wrote for this week. As always, keep up to date with the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube for all your latest content. Until next week, Lucky's out.